Okay, so what I'm saying is uh, I'm going to mute us, and then you'll hear you hear your cue, and we'll go in, okay? Okay, so like with, if I'm muted, then no one can hear me, right? Okay, Until- no, 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 no. You're, you're coming in on the same machine that's the broadcaster, so you're okay. a source. I can't mute you. I can't mute you on the board. So just because I say you're muted, that I'm not saying this to like give you like a shift of power, thinking, oh, I'm in control. I'm just saying that I'm that kind of am right. Like I could say some crazy shit, and no one would, and and like you, there's nothing you could do about it. Well, not true. I could I could actually mute you on here too. But you know all those times when the broadcast is going on, and then people are like, you've got no audio on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's because you've muted me, and I've un- I've forgot <laughs> to unclick that. So I try and avoid using yeah. that. I mean, yeah. Sure. But I'm just That's saying like that the nuclear option. Yeah, exactly. But I just want you. We're to be- talking. We're talking uranium. Do you know what that's used for? No. Like making bombs and very bad things. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, good, good. So what I'm saying though is, it's. I just want you to be aware that if I say you're muted, you're not really muted. So just, I mean, right. like, don't don't work under the assumption no one can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like, keep keep the dick and fart jokes to myself until we're on the air. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, or else you're on the air, obviously. Yeah, or but else not until like together yeah, in you, tandem. You could be talking over all kinds of stuff right now. Is my yeah. point. You know what I mean? Right. Like it could I be do. doing it could be doing the whole you know. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's the old intro. That's my interpretation of it. <laughs> Connection failed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so anyway, so so uh, if I say you're muted, <laughs> but from the moment you start talking, just consider yourself not look, don't die. We haven't even started yet. This is all preamble. So don't do that once once we go quiet. Don't do that cuz people will be able to hear it. Exactly. You have to ride the mute sure, on sure, your sure. end is what I'm saying. You got to be responsive. No, if you sense. don't want look, Trent, moving forward. I get, I get it. One, try and frame the shot so that the fly trap isn't in the shot. I'm just for next time. Oh. And then <laughs> Yeah, good point. Good point. But 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 how will I know if I'm catching any flies or not? You know what, man? I say you're right. Fuck it. Keep it real. That's what I yeah. say. This is real yeah. life right here, baby. We're not messing around. This is no, the life we'll of real. We'll do it live. We'll be O'Reilly this thing. Exactly. So I'm we're so far off base. The whole point is from the moment I say, "Okay, here we go." Consider yourself having to ride your own cuz you do have the ability to mute on your side, right? Sure. Yeah. Like, like I can go like this, and you probably can't hear me anymore. No, I could hear you. you. I know. I could hear you just fine. No. Well, well, don't go messing. Don't go messing with things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cause it, it's bad enough I upgraded OBS right before the broadcast. Yeah. Uh, breaking uh, cardinal rule. Uh, Wait, I know. didn't even know you'd been diagnosed. Oh, jeez. Not, not uh, 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 irritable bounce bowel syndrome. IBS. OBS. Oh, my the, bad. The open broadcast software or whatever it's yeah. called. Um yeah. I uh, but but everything seems to be working so you know whatever. But anyway, the whole cool. point is I'm going to um are you ready to get the show started? I feel like we're we're in an episode just, of uh, Get Old waiting, now. I'm just waiting for those magic words. Here oh. we go. Okay. All right. Well, it's well no, you're waiting for the magic words hit me. Yeah, I know that, but but when you say "here we go," that's where it's like, "Okay, shut up, the show's starting." Oh wow, seriously, do I say "here we go" like every time? No, it's you the just last like two, it's the first time. It's the first time you've ever said, like, two minutes ago, you said when I say "here we go," that's it, when I to s- shut up. I swear to God, it feels like an hour ago at this point. How long? It might have been. I don't think look so. at the clock. That's the worst thing you could do right now. I think so. Look at the clock and like. Get some concept of time right now. <laughs> I'm ready to play the outro and call it quits. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of NetEds. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Until yeah. next time, oh. we'll be back soon. You know, I mean, soon. Yeah. Oh, dang it, I missed my cue. It's all right. I, I was just. Talk- oh, this has been NetEds, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, we haven't even started yet, and this is the best episode we've ever done. That's it. it we just, yeah. just let's put a pin in it now. Walk away happy. What do you yeah. say? No. Uh, you know. Wait, did you just say, okay, let's go? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm not going to make it to air. I'm not going to make it to air. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not. All right. <clears throat> it's too bad we're not recording this part. This would be like good stuff for the podcast. Oh, buddy, I've been, I, I last time I came in late and I had to join 
pieces from the uh, from the video, or I don't know what I did. Uh, but but uh, yeah, no, I've been running. I've been running audio since like three o'clock. I think. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know what? Better to make sure you ha- measure twice, cut once, cut Trent. Twice. No. Because if you measure big, then I'll give you room to to shore it up a little bit closer. I, you know. I just want to start the podcast. Do you think we can do that now? Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. Wait. Here, here we go. What? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay, hold on. Shh. I'm I'm supposed to be controlling this. All right, you yeah, ready? No, no, no. Except for when, except for when you give me the power, then I'm in control. I will. I will. Hit me. Episode two sixty nine. Giggity. You gotta throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. <laughs> This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. We're doing a podcast right now. I wasn't even listening to that. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name's Will. And I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One of them is a little thing called Twitter. Trent, how do they do that? Oh, it's so easy. Uh, it's so easy, easy even I can do it. It's it's so easy. I have forgotten how to speak. What happened Just there? use the, the hashtag... Pound sign net heads, not English pound sign. Um, or on a U.S. map, it's also like a, uh, I think for like forest cutting, like forestry sign in legends. I, I have no idea. Uh, net so heads, that. use the hashtag net heads and you can uh, help direct the show. You can throw us off track. Uh, you can even tell me to quit tweeting and get back to get it back to work. Thanks, Roller Dog NC. What? Uh, we hashtag have, wait, wait, on hold Twitter. on. Get back to work. We we're just getting well, I was, started. I was bitching about how much I've been working lately on Twitter because that's what that's I mean that's what Twitter's for, right? Is it passively aggressively p- complain about things? And he said, Ah, get back to work, tweet boy. No, that's not what enough. he said. Well, but, fair you know. enough. Fair enough. You know, I can see yeah. that. Uh, anyway, uh, if you guys also want to uh, chime in, I could I could try and uh, remember to fire up Skype, and uh, you could call in on that. It's just NetHeads on air. It's one word, very simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, we mm-hmm. could tell we could tell you eight six 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 one zero will. We could tell you uh, Yakbet ninety twenty. Yep. But yep. but you know, push comes to shove. I I think the Skype is just the uh, it's just the easiest alternative, isn't it, Trent? Yes. <laughs> all right. You want to McMahon it? You McMahon it all you want, buddy. Well, yeah, that's my Phil Hartman McMahoning it. Oh, very good. Well, that makes perfect sense because my I don't do a Johnny Carson. I do a Dana Carvey doing Johnny Carson. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know what? Yes. You know, it's funny. I did not know that. I did not so, know that. So the Dana Carvey, the, the short-lived one season of the Dana Carvey show, which was on ABC, uh, I think like 96, 97. Had the best moment ever done on televised network broadcast television with, with a, uh, with a, was, was it George, uh, George, Bu- or George Bush Sr. or somebody, I can't remember who it was, breastfeeding uh, animals. Uh, it was Bill Clinton, okay. and, and he's got six teats, and they bring out puppies even, uh-huh. and the puppies are suckling <laughs> like there's actually milk coming out. Oh, my God. Come on. Wasn't that great? Look how memorable uh, it is. I, I remember half yeah. of it right now. Uh, it uh, that, that show is crazy because when you if you if you watch it now, like the the throwaway people it, in the in the skits with him are like uh Dino Stantonopoulos from Starburns uh is is uh oh shit Stephen Colbert is uh uh who's the other one that I saw that I, I was like holy shit that's anyway it's it just a ton of random people who are like major stars now but at the time they were they were just like like featured guests like his buddies 
on like filling in roles. Oh, hey, cute, cute, fun little thing I learned here. You were uh, you can be muted in different scenes and not others. So I don't even know if anybody heard you, but don't worry, we got it on the we got it on the auto. Good. Yeah. Nothing so, is- I I don't know, man. I I think I'm 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 I think I think it's a curse, but don't worry about it. We're okay. We're okay. I uh I, yeah. I think if you go back to there's one guy, uh, and and unfortunately I can't remember his name right now either. Uh, but you know he's he's played the the beleaguered uh press secretary of press liaison on Julia Louise uh, Dreyfus's Veep, uh, for oh, example. Of of uh yes of UCB fame. Exactly. I mean, you go Thank all the you, way yes. back. He's in one yep. of my favorite UCB skits of all time which <gasps> is the uh the ass pennies ass all right. pennies man you got change in your pocket right now pull it out pull it out what do you say oh yeah look at look right there you get some pennies don't you, you get some pennies in there those are my ass pennies <laughs> your <laughs> your parents give your give my ass pennies to your grandkids as a reward <laughs> I'm sorry. If you haven't seen that one, it really is. It, it and, and the funny thing is, in some ways, I could see somebody taking that whole approach of of it's like, yeah, I'm going to do this because it is. It's how I get my. Uh, it's how I get my hand up, no matter what, in any scenario. Because hey, at least I don't have something that's been up their ass in my pocket. Yeah. Yep. Makes perfect sense to me. Yep. All logic. No, uh, no throwaway there. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, that you see that guy, he goes all the way back to like that skit. And then once, you know, you're looking for him, uh, seeing how often he, he, uh, I think his name is, is it, uh, J Emmett Walsh or something? No, I'm, I'm got maybe a Walsh in there. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. anyway, he, um, he, uh, you go back and then you see how many times you've seen him, like most recognizably as the doctor that gives them some advice, in, yes. in the hangover, right? I think that's the next oh, role yeah, that yeah, he kind of yeah. yeah. stood out in for me. So uh, anyway, uh, he uh, it, it's it is great when you get to go back and you see these older or characters totally. that are that are current and hot, and it's like, wow, they they've really been working it for a while, haven't they? To to get yeah. where they well, want Steve it to Carell be. Steve Carell was the other one I was thinking of. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah, yeah, just like just like this no this nobody. Like just in like a couple of skits with uh, with Dana Carvey on on the depending on which uh, which week it was, either the Taco Bell Dana Carvey show or the uh, Frosty Mug Root Beer Dana Carvey show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a do you think that was a show that was kind of ahead of its time when you consider the fact that. Yes. Like like had that been this that that's that is not unlike a, uh, a Mr. Show had it been on like HBO or uh or the um the Gary Shandling show too like like that that it was at that caliber but for for an ABC audience nope <laughs> yeah not ready for it not ready for it not, by the way yeah in prime time no way <laughs> speaking of which um ABC audience if you want to get into some of the more um nerdier things uh that you may discuss one of the one of the uh, kind of unsung in my opinion, Marvel television properties, especially when you compare it against uh, what I think is inarguably now ratings-wise the disaster that Marvel's Inhumans was. Um, now going into what's possibly its last, or finishing out what could be its last season, Marvel's right. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has uh, constantly redefined itself and improved yeah. itself Season over season, I think all of their hiccups literally uh, ended at about the midway point of season two. They had good stuff, but then they may have had certain things that didn't gel. But then, and, he- yeah, and I think part of it was their their um, servitude to tie into the films. Yeah, and the moment that was sort of abandoned, it, it things went well because they definitely did get. I mean, imagine being in your first season and you're going to get uh, thrown a curveball because literally. This happened in its first season. It's yeah. like, hey guys, um, so yeah, we've got this new Captain America film coming out, and we got this great way to like uh, connect you into it because going into that season, you know, it's or that part of the season, Coulson has something that he's hiding. Maybe this was second season. I don't know. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, it's mentioned like first step. It's funny you, that you bring this up because just this week I actually went back in at season one and started watching it all again. Yeah, well, it's and and even then, so like Coulson's got something he's hiding, and it turns out it's the helicarrier that uh, uh, 
uh, oh my gosh, come on, Fury, Nick Fury. Woo! There you go. That Nick Fury um, shows up in in uh, Age of Ultron, I think it was, uh, when he suddenly comes yes. flying up. Hey, y'all, you know, I'm here to save everybody with this helicarrier that nobody, I can't explain to anyone how I have. Where except it came that, from. CTV show. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much because he said I got it. I, I got this out of mothballs from an old friend, right? Yeah. Which is that whole, and, and that's the other thing that I think Agents of Shield has kind of had to both overcome in some ways and not is the fact that it is kind of shunned upon by the films, only because it has this one continuity element within itself that they'll never speak of again because it would confuse the movie audience if they never saw an age episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's the fact that Kil Phil Coulson is alive, right? That's, right, exactly. And so they're like, what? Yeah, exactly, which is which is part of the was the greatness and the allure of the first season. It's the thing that kind of helped uh, keep you going uh, on that. And, 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 you know, arguably into season two, still some elements there as well. My whole point, though, is that the show has always been good, but over the past couple seasons, it's transcended that, and it's been great. Like, especially the last two seasons, because they were very careful to essentially give themselves, uh, they, they went with like a tripod philosophy, as you, if you will. Each part of each season was a tiny pod, so that way they had one uh, kind of thing to overcome and that would transition into the next story and the next story. So you don't have to hold on to the whole season to be included in what's going on, which, which in itself was genius. But like over the last two seasons, they just packed a lot of cool, dense shit into yeah. a lot of little space. So I'm glad to hear you're going back and rewatching because if you ever gave up on it uh, at some point, you're about to to see a whole bunch of cool stuff. And, you know, one of the things, too, about the first season, I think, as well, is that, you know, I'm sure at that point there was still some more fighting uh, with executives. But also, I think certain elements, uh, when it's revealed what is revealed uh, later on or late in that season, uh, there's kind of a reason why some things didn't quite connect, I guess is the best way to put it. And that's sure. because, yeah. you know, when when you're a machine that's operating, if you've got one piece that doesn't quite fit right into the cog system, it's going to cause some, some breaks. All that said, all of this rambling for the past few minutes, uh, Trent has specifically just been to say, I am, I am actually currently avoiding with a passion, any possible spoilers about last night's episode because it's still actively airing and they are... Right. Uh, I think uh, this past week in the news it ran, or maybe the week before, but it but it basically ran that it, for the past couple seasons they have constantly moved with the approach of writing it like they're writing a season finale, and the fact that a and I'm I'm not saying anything speculation wise. This is nothing based on ratings, nothing else, but mere perception. The fact that Agents of Shield is running at when on Fridays at 9 p.m. on ABC. You know, I don't have high hopes that there is a renewal coming this season. Right. So, uh, so well, I'm 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 excited to see the story they're writing. Not to mention, there was a point in time where I was writing with one of the two, or not writing, but working with one of the two executive producers, Jed Whedon. So I've always Jed been Whedon. a support supporter of the show as well. Uh, for that, if if no other reason. Um, uh, but thankfully yeah, they brought quality to it. Uh, and and along those same those same lines, I uh. I only watch uh, these superhero programs uh, uh, streaming wise, right? I don't watch it uh, seasonally. Um, it's it's I lose interest when I do that. If I can binge it, it's great because then I can quit. Uh, like I can get sucked into the next episode and then just quit like midway through an episode <laughs> during a lull point. Um, and then that keeps my interest going when when I when I have a huge cliffhanger, and then I have to wait a week. Sometimes I'll it ends up being like three weeks before I come back. And and so yeah, I've I found the most enjoyment that way. So uh, I've got a few coworkers who are who are diehard fans and are just freaking out about it. And I can't chime in on anything because I have no idea what's going on in this season. Interesting that you mentioned that. And by the way, Trent, I, I just one side note, just something to get out of the way. Um, yeah, I had a birthday this week. One of the things I got was, uh, well, I got a lot of gift cards, and I did not realize it, but I accidentally bought um, Rick and Morty Season 3 twice. So as long as the content on the Blu-ray isn't any different than the online content, then uh, I am going to give you my digital copy so you'll yep. own Season 3 mm -hmm. of Rick and Morty. 
But dude, I mean, it's nice to have digital for you too. No, though. no, like, I, I'm saying I accidentally bought it twice. Once okay. on on either iTunes or Vudu, and then I bought, I pre-ordered uh, the oh, um, sure. the video. So I'm just saying I'm gonna have an extra digital code. I'm gonna pass it your way. All Man. right. Um, what? Thanks. Oh, no problem, brother. No problem. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the uh, the but I got to tell you, I got some really cool gifts. I don't have them to show, but like one of them is a pop. Uh, version of the executioner stormtroopers from uh, Last Jedi. So the ones wielding the what basically were like the electric axes that yeah, were about yeah, yeah. to take Finn's head off. So I got one of those. Uh, I got a vintage looking uh, cup set. Uh, some glass tumblers that are have uh, Wonder Woman's symbol, Superman's, Batman uh, of the like Ditko era with the word and. Um, and the flash. So I got those. That's cool. And then my daughter on a spontaneous uh, gift buy, because I had taken her to the dentist day before she gave me <laughs> silicone ice molds uh, that uh, form what looks like a, a human bridge of teeth. So, <laughs> <laughs> so naturally I made some, I threw a little ex I just threw a drop of uh, red food dye and coloring in each one just to make it look especially weird. And and boy, did it ever. I, so I loved those. But but I think one of my favorite gifts uh, uh, of all of them, and, and I'm, I'm trying to think, is there something else in there? I don't want to leave anything out. But the coolest one my, my wife actually got is a children's book by Marvel, and it's called Night Night Groot. <gasps> what? Yeah, and what happens is uh, it, it's as though Gamora is putting Rocket to bed or uh, putting Groot, Groot to bed. However, Rocket comes rushing in saying, we don't have time to go to bed. We got to save the day. And so he takes you off through this mission. Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't be touting how cool a kid's book is, but imagine to my surprise, because I'm trying to wonder what continuity are they adhering to? Sure. And then yeah. I turn to a page and then it's talking about how his uh, friends will help him save the day or something. One of them, Captain America. I'm like, well, that's not surprise. Avenger, the mashup sure. coming. And who's yeah. behind Captain America but Captain Marvel? <gasps> Which one? Uh, the blonde girl with the with the okay. red and the, the okay. you know, the one that's going to be coming up in the universe. Yes. So what do you yeah, expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, former Miss Marvel. Yes. Uh, and by the way, also, guess what else? Like a few pages in, there's also Moon Knight. I mean, Hells dude, yeah. come Hells on. Yeah. So, uh, so getting them early. They're getting them early. That's all they're doing. Right. And and the, the other oh, I, I'm, boy, I'm really going to love the replay where I see that uh, that frozen video frame that I just saw of me being. Oh, that was horrific. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> but but this is by far my favorite kid's book to read to my kid because it is just uh, it's it's very meta in that Gamora keeps reading the, the good night story, even though she's taking part of the. Thing. Oh, my gosh. There's also she Hulk, Red Hulk and Green Hulk. I mean, come on, dude. This book is a dream. So uh, so I got that, and that's like one of the coolest gifts that I got. But I also did get a, uh, a gift card from my mother-in-law for Think Geek, to which I got the a Rick and Morty portal gun, a Rick and Morty adult Ooh. coloring book, and a what's basically what I just call like a Spider-Man uh, uh, baseball t-shirt or baseball jersey kind of shirt. I've seen those. Yeah, those are rad. Yeah, it's black, and then it's got a, a, a black... Uh, badge basically on the breast that's got uh, a red spider emblem inside looks really cool and when you get that's why i love it sometimes when you get gift cards to certain places like a gift card to me for think geek that's like instant nerd bait there's something now that i'm going to go and get because i can't use that money anywhere else so i have right. no excuse there's no nothing holding me back except monetary limit and that's it like dude i was this close this close to having a, a burgundy, next-generation-inspired uh, Letterman jacket hoodie. It's a, it's a Letterman jacket with a hood, but it's it's inspired by next-gen, and the only uh, reason why I didn't is because I would have had to pay $2 shipping, and plus, mm. the size of that next-gen emblem is a little big. It's a little bold. It's a little yeah. bold is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, it, uh, it, it, like, if it was a brooch... Uh, you'd have to be in the, in the South at like at like a ladies' convention to wear it. Yeah, and there's a lot of people wearing red or purple hats involved. That's all I know. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? 
Um, yep. So, uh, I'm sorry, how did we get on the, the birthday thing? Why, why did I even bring that up? Because I wanted to say about Nine Night Groot, that was it. But we were talking about the television shows. So, wow, look at that. I actually came, I brought it back around. I normally do, I'm not able to get there. It's a shock. Uh, hey, what do you got going in the, uh, what do you got going in the thermos there? Thermal cup. Coffee. Oh, just uh, get old. Weekend coffee, and then I, I, went, I, I broke down and bought a cheap uh, uh, coffee maker so I could do uh, uh, 10 cups of mate that I can take to work with me now. Oh. And it's made coffee great again. How does, so what are you doing, like a hybrid coffee and yerba mate? I just don't drink coffee during the week. And so when I have coffee again, it's like, oh, fuck, coffee is the best. Oh, I so got good. you. Yeah. How do you drink all the time it kind of loses its its you know you, you lose its its taste and and its efficiency um and so yeah I've, I've just been mixing it up now it's fun i've been doing that too sometimes i'll use the the grind coffee maker sometimes i'll french press sometimes i'll use the vacuum brewer i've been using the vacuum brewer more often than not lately just to just to vary it up but i gotta say though in this world of starbucks and lattes and all that jazz when it comes right down to it, I think the best kick just comes from a good old-fashioned cup of coffee with a splash of milk. You know what I'm saying? Or cream. You, uh, you know, I, I rarely put anything in my coffee, uh, but uh, I tried some of my uh, – I share a desk with uh, – uh, so I'm the uh, the web dev. I share a desk with the graphic designer, and uh, I, I tried some of her coffee. What was it? I was going to say, which one is the wife in the relationship? Me. Okay, good. Uh, obviously. I've got the – Nicer, well, bigger breasts. But I'm oh. kidding. I, I that's a joke. That's a joke. I know that uh, was that was self-deprecating humor. D- please don't contact HR. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, um, funny if it wasn't true. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I just tried some of her coffee the other day, and holy shit! Like she had like a little. Uh, like a little, I don't know if it was like a like a almond flavoring or something in it, but oh man, it was good, really good. And I, you know, just drinking black coffee all the time, you miss out on those niceties. Yeah, exactly. I miss out on them all the time because I'm a jackass. Um, but no, when 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 you when you got things going on and you've uh, and, and you are um, and and you're not taking coffee in regular little variances can be kind of interesting like uh, when i was setting up the latte bar in the home uh, like i got a, a, some of the various tarani syrups and with those i found that uh, those are like like the the italian uh, flavorings that you see that baristas use right yeah exactly except i get yeah. my i get mine at the at the pier 1 imports or the whatever so uh <laughs> so um and one of them that just wasn't good, quote unquote, in a latte, but isn't bad as a little splash into the coffee is a brown sugar cinnamon mix that they have. I find it's a nice little touch on that. But, you know, I'm also uh, working under stupid assumptions. I listened to an episode of Education, and Andy was uh, and, and somehow the topic of coffee came up and Andy pointed out that, you know, just like taking straight iced tea is like taking straight uh coffee and unless there is a, a protein uh, present to help further something along then the coffee will actually cause a dip in your blood sugar level and make you sleepy or something along those lines yeah i don't know if it's true it's it's from a podcast man do your own it research it sounds science based though and well, if it's coming from andy he's done his research well yeah but trent i could also sit here and i could just say that you know one of the things they've found is that for some reason salt interacts differently with the proteins that bind beef than they do the proteins that bind chicken. And it turns out that actually, no, it's not. I just made that up, and I even told you I was making it up. Nope, it was on a podcast, so that means it can be in Wikipedia, and and that's true. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I see your argument. But anyway, (laughs) because of that now, I always will, like, do a splash of coffee or cream in my, even if, you know, even if I don't necessarily want it, just so that there's something there. Yeah, but uh, it it yeah for me I think um, I just it, we got to just get back to basic old coffee, man, because that's what works the best. Yep, it's what gives you the boost. It's what gives you the kick, and and yep. it'll, it'll just get you through the day. Yep. Yep, and it doesn't even have to be. It don't even have to be fancy coffee, Trent. You can make nope. bad Mine's beans not. taste. See, you got is nope. that it, Folgers? Uh, it's. Uh, it's, uh, San Francisco fog. I think it's called. I buy it cause it's the only K cup that, uh, I found that is, 
um, made out of like corn plastic. So it's actually biodegradable. San Francisco fog. That sounds uh, like something. What? What? Why? Why? What? The K cup. It's it's it, you know like like when you when you go to a rest like a like a fast food joint and all their silverware their their cutlery if you will is like a really weird grainy plastic. Yeah, that's that's biodegradable corn plastic. It's it's oil made out of corn. So then oh it's yeah, they, they can and they can do the same thing with potatoes too. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. So spudware. Like all their packaging, even the like the the sealable bag is made out of that. So everything will actually is will actually like break down it's and that that would you know that's the big concern with k-cups right is they're actually like will be around forever um but these ones are actually biodegradable and also uh the top of it is is like a paper of the k-cup itself and then the bottom is just like a cot like a regular coffee filter um, I, bet, I, so, bet you, so, I bet you that's made out of the corn too yeah so like i i, I it always weirded me out drinking out of a k-cup because like Man, super hot water passing through this plastic that's now kind of melted a little bit, and I'm drinking that. I don't know scientifically if it's if it's bad for me, but it feels weird. So this has been kind of a you know aside from like getting like those those uh, screen filters for a, a K cup machine, uh, this has been a, a nice uh, alternative that I can feel better about myself. Yeah, using definitely because man, and and the next thing too is we got to get we got to get away from this whole K cup concept whatsoever because right. it's it, it's slowly but surely lowering people's coffee standards there's much better oh. much better things out there folks yeah yeah like like I, I like i like the idea of not of not brewing a full pot you know what i mean and and that's where the those those filtered screens come in where you can make your own uh just single cup of coffee yeah but even without- when you find those like you said before you most of them are still like a big dense plastic Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yep. no and I'm no major league science. No, but, no. This th- these these are like metal screens. It's oh. act like a like a coffee filter. It's and then you pack it like 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 you would like an espresso. Or or like a uh, and then drop it in. Or or like a like a like a tea a tea screen where you actually exactly. put your, your loose leaves into this yep. little shark cage for herbs and dip it into Ex- the water. Exactly. Yep. Our herbs exactly. go in the the cage, cage in goes the in the cage. water. Yeah. Yeah. With the shark, our shark, right? Something like that. Yeah. That's how with, you make with tea. With shark bites. I love shark bites. Hammerheads were always my favorite. Do you know that uh, there is a, uh, they make a cough, one of those tea things I talked about. A tea diffuser yeah. is the word we're looking for, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they make one where it looks more like it's a little guy. Basically, his his the lower half of his body is the tea diffuser, and it looks like he's on the edge of the cup like it's a hot tub. Is his name Pillow Pants? No, but it, it, I'll, if you want to nominate him, that sure. No, I think he's called Mister. He's the troll that lives in my in my in my Keurig machine. Actually, I think he's called Mister T because of T E A. He he pities the fool no. that's using a K cup. Yes, that's what he does. That's exactly what he does, Trent. He pities the fool indeed. Makes um, sense. Speaking of fools, Trent, um, I I'm one of them, and and sometimes. Um, Sometimes I don't get stuff. So reeling it all back in to the uh, since I I just diverted it with the simple question of what you got in that thermal cup. Um, yeah, some, it's a it's a Contigo, by the way, my favorite brand. Those are those are pretty good. They are they are pretty darn good. Although I have to say that there is one I don't even know what brand it would qualify for, but it was something that was a Starbucks product, and and unlike that one, that kind of with each release creates a vacuum to make sure it seals in and helps the thermal process this one was just a little slider on the top to open it and close it yeah Uh, but it was a but it for some reason is the most thermal of the thermal mugs i have ever used if i have excess coffee in the morning i put it in that so that in the afternoon like around one or two i can have myself still still a nice it's a it's still a nice hot cup of coffee my friend yeah it's delicious and nutritious and it smells good sometimes too yeah just saying. Anyway, yeah. bring it all back around. You only watch the 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 hero shows on the streamings. Um, one of them uh, shows was was just releasified uh, a couple weeks ago, which was uh, Jessica Jones's return to to Netflix. Now, uh, my only question is, did you get a chance to see it? Not yet, not yet. Because so normally, um, when I'm when I'm like 
So I so just in the past couple of months, I've watched all of The Arrow, all of uh, Supergirl, and all of The Flash. And I do that, and now I'm doing it the same thing with uh, Agents of Shield. But I do it while playing uh, Ride Two video game, um, and I'm able to you know like hit pause and watch important parts, and then just you know in- enjoy the rest passively. But when it comes to Jessica Jones, man, when it comes to a Netflix released original series of the Marvel Universe, I'm I'm like a, it's like a tractor beam. I am like dialed in, man. I can't I can't do anything else. So I, I save that to really enjoy and and put effort and time into you know the thing i can't figure out um that i'm still trying to work out is exactly when i had the time to watch it because i think there was a lot of duplication of of like uh side project work and that going on i was able to do that division that must have been it because how else could i have gone so far um all i gotta say is i i I liked what it, I'm, I'm not sure what it did, but I liked what it did. I guess that's the best way that I can put it for me. Okay. It, uh, and, and because really it, in many ways, it's an entire series without a real villain, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. You know, it's, it's, there's really no bad guy. This is more about, it's really an entire season about relationships. So, uh. Yeah, and that what it's all about. Well, I mean, I, yeah, we are. Uh, look, I don't want to get into this philosophical debate right now, but yeah, it, it, I. My whole point is, I enjoyed it. I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm still not exactly sure what I experienced when I was watching it. That part, I'm not clear on. Yeah. Um. But I. But still, it was a worthwhile experience for me. Um. I enjoyed it. I got a kick out of it. Um. For what I saw, anyway, uh, yeah. but there were a lot of weird storylines going on, and and I don't know what other people thought about but good old Jessica Jones this season. Um, but I guess I'm gonna have to wait to hear about what you thought about it because yeah. uh, you, you don't appear to you, you don't appear to be knowledgeable at all. Yeah, like none. You got no knowledge. Yeah, but soon. Are yeah? You think so? When are you gonna be able to focus? Maybe 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 tomorrow. After I uh, get done with church, aka going to see Pacific Rim Two, I'll uh, I'll start watching it. You know, it's funny you mention that because this is also the weekend where um, uh, Ready Player One has released, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and I can oh. I I gotta admit it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I can't bring myself to go see Pacific Rim Two yet. Oh, really? See again though, and I've mentioned this in the past. I only have a handful of regrets in life. Maybe at the top three sits uh, not seeing Pacific Rim in 2013 when it came out in theaters, because that like having 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 owning it and and rewatching it every time I watch it I'm like holy shit, this was made to be watched on a ginormous screen with just amazing audio rumbling my tumble my you know what I mean? That's and and I'm I don't want to have that regret again. Okay, fair to myself. All right, I can understand. Well, once, shame on me. Oh wait, no, never mind. Anyway, y- you get it. I do, I do. I completely understand. It was like the um, but then again, like you mentioned, uh, it's you're attending church, and in many ways, we all do that, and in many ways, also, it we have we have our own our own rituals, we have our own rites, our own mantras, all of that, all of those things. Like for me. There was an insane amount of pressure internally from myself to see The Last Jedi on the quote-unquote Thursday night before it opened. And I will be honest, it wasn't because uh, I had seen all of the new Star Wars movies on opening night in the same way before. It was because I didn't want one mother trucker to spoil one damn bit of that movie for me at all. I know, dude, and and I find myself... I mean, gr- I'm lucky enough to live in a world outside of, of, te- of uh, you know, regular television and cable. So I'm able to miss a lot of those and, and continually find myself flying further and further or excuse me, farther and farther away from Facebook. So I miss a lot of those. But still, the, like, spoilers exist. And I, I think we've talked about this. Like, there should be 
just a, a general rule, right, of of not spoiling things at least I don't know a week out. Yeah, even though even though sometimes you'll testify you live in a spoiler free zone. So I do, I do, I live in a post spoiler world. So when it happens, I can't be upset. You're like but, you're like Randall and Clerks. You you hate people, but you love gatherings. Isn't it ironic? Exactly. Isn't it ironic? Yes. <clears throat> but hey, yes. you you hit on something interesting there, Trent, because. Uh, uh, I think I myself also uh, have been sort of on the same trend. I don't know what it is, but I – and it had nothing to do with the Cambridge Analytica situation that's come to light, but m- much right. – uh, like more so over the last year overall, I have become less of a Facebook user than I ever have before. I don't know Agreed. what it hey. is. Uh, with the environment or what have you, but I just haven't had a need to drop in. And I guess because it got to a point where I realized other people are trying to be my news feed, which I don't need. I already get my news the way I want to. And right. then I, I'm an adult. I can figure that out for myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know what I like and I know what I don't like. And maybe it was because of the amount of disinformation I was seeing floated around. But I just didn't have... <clears throat> even though we're broadcasting on it right now. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I have I have much less involvement with Facebook than I ever have. Now we, we stumble into this world where we have the Cambridge Analytica situation. And, right. uh, like, uh, how, mu- how well versed are you on this sitch? Fair, fairly, fairly versed. I've been following it a little bit. Um, uh, and, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it's, it's not... It, it, to me, it kind of goes back to the episode of the uh, the the human uh, centipede Apple product uh, episode of of uh, South Park. South right? Park. I'm like, wait, hold on. I <laughs> yeah. asked you about this this complex situation, <laughs> in, in, and I'm going to get real involving here. <laughs> social media, and suddenly you're invoking the uh, the yeah. iTunes human centipede. Okay, go ahead, please. Just in that, like. Like, look, folks, uh, if you're if I, I don't care what you think you're opting into, uh, there's a chance. And even if you've read the agreement, there's a chance, which no one has ever done, uh, that I mean, you're it's you're giving up some freedoms for uh, uh for what you want, right? That's the trade-off. Oh my gosh. So basically you're already you're you're getting into the exact same realm that I already was, which is I'm not at all surprised that 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 Facebook has this data and I'm also not surprised that it, that they would very easily mess up and make it available to partners or not realize how much they're making available to partners, oh, but because it's uh, yeah, it's 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 there's so much data. Um the the means the means to filter out what you're taking and who you're sharing it with at that level is so great um, that yeah, like it, it would be very like I have I have a I had a meeting uh, last week about uh, ha- how to make a Google document in within uh, an organization and not share it with everyone, right? Yeah, <laughs> in the exactly. organization. Right. Like so. So something that that's more complex and and uh, uh, through a back end channel, I can totally see happening. Exactly. So but it, but in, in in the heart of what you're saying is what I also believe. And it's part of the reason why I started to stray away from Facebook. It's because much at the same time that we saw a Siri start to come into use and I realized that my voice is now going back to Apple to be analyzed. I realized that suddenly I'm giving away the right to my own voice in one sense, because the moment I agree to use Siri, you agree to let them do this. So I'm voluntarily giving my voice print up. So that's when I started realizing, well, wait a second, what other things are we giving away for convenience? And when you think about your involvement and I mean, I'm amazed that Google has not had a better social media presence because they in many ways too have a lot of vital data and information on our use and habits. Um, But, but that's one of the things that Facebook does. I mean, you have to realize that Facebook has reams and reams of data on what you like because you literally hit a button that says like and and okay and, and I think you're you're touching on something that's that's that is a that for me at least shows the difference between 
Google and Facebook, right? So Google has a a large breadth of products and services, right? And so there's revenue to be gained across multiple avenues, whereas Facebook is one thing. And it's trying to dive into other places, but they're all within this very specific realm. And so they only have one place where they can actually make money. And so in doing so, they've got to uh, optimize everything that they're uh, – all, all the data that they can pull there to make money. And and so, so while, while Google – uh, may not have uh, succeeded in in the social media realm. Um, they 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 have succeeded in giving people goods and services. Uh, at least with the guise of not being as intrusive to your uh, privacy as Facebook has done, because uh, out of necessity for Facebook to make money. Well, that's the uh, that's the, and that's the other unspoken element. You 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 are giving Facebook this incredible insight into who you are, because the the main problem with the Cambridge Analytica situation is that they were able to exfiltrate more data than Facebook intended, and using combining that with other sources as well they were able to build up very specific personas on people and they could identify distinctly what would be good approach paths for a person like this what type of advertising would be good in front of this person to help sway them to our side to help do so that's that's where this problem stems from but you have to realize that, okay, so Cambridge Analytica had to do this with other things because they were able to get a limited data set out of Facebook. But Facebook has the full data set. And what you are getting at is Facebook makes its money by selling advertising. Exactly. And what that means is, and that's part of their quote unquote magic, is that they can help you do very very targeted advertising and they don't do that because of your geography they don't do it because of your zip code nope they do it because of every little thing you've done on their system and the pictures you've liked and the things that you've loved and the things that you've laughed at you've given them this wealth of information to analyze and to be able to develop actual computer algorithms to predict the other things you would like that appeal to you and that to me is a terrifying concept yeah so uh so that's part of the reason why i stopped using facebook and lo and behold we now live in an era where uh facebook is is facing this very critical issue because (coughs) in many ways we're living in this bizarro alternative timeline reality where we actually have to question if America is so susceptible to propaganda that that a foreign power was actually, or in this case, a, an actual campaign utility, was able to legitimately sway uh, voters through advertising in a specific direction, which, by the way, I just described the entire process of advertising. So I'm not right, saying yeah. anything unpatriotic it was done. What I'm explicitly saying is, are we so dumb that Facebook alone could help turn a nation in a given direction? Right. Yeah. Well, and that, and that and again, this is this is a, like I think, you know, in, in the grand scheme of history, we'll look back and, and I, I hope that we'll that this was a necessary thing for us, like for for most people to to look at it and 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 learn again how to make decisions for ourselves right to 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 look at things with a skeptical eye um at one time i i feel like we were probably better at it um because you had the newspaper and that was kind of like your only source and so you'd pick pick and you and you'd have writers that you were like this guy really gets it right and this guy doesn't and whatever but 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 now it's it is it's it's we've we're, t- uh, uh, um, what's the term? Uh, intellectually, we're turning into the the people in Wally. No, no, even worse, we're becoming the people from Idiocracy. Well, hey, I, 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 I didn't want to hit the nail right on the right on the head there. <laughs> President Hector Nacho, or whatever it was. I mean, Chimichanga, whatever. Um, I mean, seriously, that's that that's the question that that I think, um. What was I watching recently? And they're just saying, don't ask. Oh, it was uh, actually Men in Black 3 of all things. But they're like, don't ask the questions you don't really want to know the answers to. And I think that's 
generally yeah. one of them. But I think you're right. I think that this may be the, uh, for lack of a better term, this may be the tipping point, or more to the point, this may be the clout, uh, palate cleansing that I was required so. so. to get people to to stop just you know opening their mouths and letting people just shovel all the shit in. And, and actually quantify and but I got to tell you, man, um, <clears throat> I won't describe how, but I've got a barometer on that perspective and, and I don't, I don't see it changing anytime soon. I'll just put it that way. I know, I know, I know because, because at the end of the day, I, and you're right, everyone's got shit to worry about and they, they don't have the time to, to like sit down and figure, figure things out for like that with with that kind of um, objective eye, it does. It takes time, and and it takes uh, emotional and intellectual effort, uh, which we just don't have anymore. Dude, look, case and oh, try not to say it, but here's a real thing that happened to me. I was reading an actual article about real time news, right? And then there was something else linked from that article, and I'm like, what was that? And I clicked on it. And then first I had to realize, oh, wait a minute, this has got to be satire. And then I look at the top and it is a satirical article. But then I also find it's from two months ago. So even you could you could be looking at legitimate information and innocently get confused. So, I mean, it's it's it. it yeah, it's become far too much work to, to read the news now. And maybe this is the type of thing that may bring back local journalism and, and small time print. Who knows? I will tell you, uh, have, having a, a a friend as the city editor of a of a small newspaper, um, that uh, there and 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 because of him, I I'm now like reading it all the time and and looking at people's responses and this that and the other. I feel like we're at a point where there has never been a greater need for um local reporting. Um, and stuff like that to, to, to kind of bring us back and, and, and to, to help us understand, you know, what journalism is, right? It's, it's about asking the right questions to then put information out to people and let you objectively decide, right? Like that's, that's what journalism should be about. And sadly, like with Facebook, to stay open, you got to sell ads. Will? Yeah, thanks. Um, well, and, and, and but you bring up a great point, too, because I wonder just how much people are able to separate news from infotainment, because I'm like, I get this a lot when I'm trying to look to CNN just for the current information. And you can watch basically one hour of CNN and you can get a news cycle. But then you got to realize they got to keep people going. So it's the same news repeated over. They attempt to do it different ways. They'll have panels discussing it. But those are opinions. People are on panels. But do you think that like for people that watch Fox News, do you think they're aware that when they're watching Hannity, that they're not watching a news show, that they're watching an opinion show? Do they know the difference? Or, I, or, or Tucker I, I Carlson. Fact that they don't. Yeah. See. And other side though too. You know what I mean? Like, like, like it, it, it. It's like there, there is there. It is so hard to find down the road easily like digestible, um, objective news. I mean, <laughs> uh, whenever I I, I uh, look for categories to write for show at your wits. I, I always try to get a, a category inspired by something topical, right? And uh, one place I go because because they instead of creating news themselves, they're th what they turned into is kind of like a news aggregate of all over the internet now is MSN, their homepage. Uh, but whenever I go there, I always just click on, and it's sad that this even exists. Good news <laughs> <laughs> called good news. <laughs> Because it's shit you can read without feeling horrible about yourself. So it's like, it's like you know, fireman saves puppy. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it's the things that give us it's it's the things that give us that small sliver of hope in life. Totally, man. Like and, and, it's ugh. and sometimes you never know where they're gonna come from. Like Trent, I I I happen to stumble upon one. You know, I live in California. Hashtag ca douche d bag. Uh, 
a while back, you know, as is the trend, uh, first there were the Sensi's, then came the essential oils, and then sometimes come the pampered chefs. And what I'm saying is there are always these multi-level marketing things that housewives can get into to quote-unquote make money, but of course it costs you thousands of dollars to get the intro kit. That's not the point. The point is uh, I've had a lot of smelly stuff uh, around me, and like one of those things was essential oils and diffusers, and finally I started giving those around in the office right so uh-huh. so next thing you know I, i'm doing things like uh okay well so so this is what it smells like if i use this or like well what is this what is this thieves or this robbers what is and it's supposed to be a combination of essential oils to that like help boost immunity or kill viruses <gasps> all i can tell you is that some of the base things in there it make it smell like coca-cola syrup like when i used to switch the bags behind in the movie theater yes. thing you yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. the syrup has a very distinct smell compared to the actual end product. There, there is a coworker uh, that that works in my section, and she has one of those diffusers like bubbling all the time into the air. Mm-hmm. No, if she changes it or not, uh, or when she does, or, or or if it needs to be cleaned or whatever. But it, it is so bizarre. As some days it'll be like, oh, that's that's like a lemon zest. That's nice. And other days I'm just like. Is she bubbling vinegar in there? Good <laughs> lord! I, and, I remember, and, and I remember some one of them day, are... I, without without even realizing where the smell was coming from, I walked into another section. I was like, "Do, do you guys smell burning hair? It smells like we're branding cattle in here. What the hell is going on?" And the second that came out of my mouth, I was like. Oh shit! I know oh exactly God. where it's coming You're from. You're like, oh wow! I am now choking on the bottom of my foot. This sucks. I was just like, oh, oh ne- never mind. I don't smell it anymore. <laughs> that I is around and walk back. I oh man. Well, let me tell you. Um, I, I know certain things don't smell the way you would expect them to. Like eucalyptus and peppermint sound like they would be refreshing on their own. Not quite so much. Um, so the long story short too late here, here is that I was, uh, I was looking at, at other, uh, oils. As a matter of fact, look, I had, uh, I, I got a Amazon card, uh, for my birthday too. So once again, obligated to spend money. So I was looking at like baking scents because I like those. And here's somebody's a little, got a little kid of them. Uh, but along the way you get baking scents. You also get candle suggestions and it's a little palate cleanser for all of the bad news that is out there. I offer you this amazing product. Now this is the, uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's the, our own candle company, Trent. And, okay. uh, and they offer, they offer, uh, this is like a 100 hour burn multi-level candle. So it's different scents in different levels. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, oh yeah, so as it goes, it, yeah, yeah. So it, so when it reaches a different level, it, it smells different. Okay, that's exactly cool. because that's the other problem, right? Like, same person uh, using the diffuser uh, apparently uh, has used the same perfume for so long, she has to put on a lot of it so that she knows that she's even wearing it. Yeah, because the diffuser's throwing her off. I I, I guess that's it. Well, let me tell you, I just can't wait to to start using my sweet orange Trent. Neither here nor there. So this is a multi-level. Uh, candle multi-tiered uh it has a layer of banana nut bread it has a layer of toasted coconut and a laser of a layer of hazelnut now this is the our own candle company the name of the candle smell my nuts oh i love it i just want to put my nose in it and live inside of it exactly now if you think well that's a little risque i understand or maybe maybe they're just having a chuckle on our part one time right Sure. No, sure. here you go. I got another one for you. It it is a layer of watermelon, a layer of cantaloupe, and a layer of honeydew melon. Trent, do you I care? Do, I do, do love you love honeydew. Do you want to give your guess on what it may be? Um. Well, if it was if it was a uh, if it was like a fire uh, a fire cra- or what were those called firecracker pops or whatever fire uh, pops that look that like have different sections, it would be like lick my melons. <laughs> close i i like where your mind i like where your mind's at i, I like it yeah. uh, however the but <laughs> this multi-level one is mm, nice melons ah even better <clears throat> oh see without being as dirty yeah but still a, a little misogynistic i think <laughs> you know just tip- a little bit tomato tomato they do have a uh, they do have another one that's a, a cinnamon candle called hot buns Okay. So uh, so that's a little less risque. That could be applied sure. to both sides, right? Yeah. 
Uh, you just gotta. I gotta. I, I I like it when people don't take things too seriously. Like yes, the, like like the people that make the mashuga nuts, which are uh, some type of <laughs> nut that's uh, that's uh, baked and treated with sugar and salt or something. Yeah, I love them mashuga nuts. Oh, that's funny. They're delicious. They're nutritious and they're fun. Yeah. Well, and and uh, that's a isn't that a Yiddish term too? Mashugana? Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're it's it's, it's like uh like 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 uh bestera in, in Portuguese. It's a, it's just like silliness, like nonsensical, like garbage. What are you it's essentially saying what are you, an idiot? Yeah, mashugana. What yeah. Are, what are you, mashugana? Yeah. <laughs> at least at least that's what my very Anglo interpretation of it is. Uh, sure. You know, I don't sure. have a direct translation. We can no. try and get Jerry Seinfeld on the line. By the way, um again, I don't know if it's because I just had a birthday or what have you, but uh, or, or if it's just like after you turn 36, you, you cry a lot and maybe nobody told me that doing it, doing it at 34, pretty much nonstop. So, okay, good. Not just me then, uh, because, uh, today was the, uh, March for our lives thing oh going my gosh, on, right? Dude. And, uh, I, I, I knew it was going on, but, uh, you know, much like, uh, many of the other quote unquote online activists, you know, I had shit to do. So I, I was doing that stuff instead. Uh, but I was, but I was taking, I was doing my part by looking online cause naturally that's where my strength and power comes from. Sure. And, uh, and, uh, the first thing I saw at the point where I came into it was somebody showing a CNN interview with Paul McCartney. Uh, mentioning that, you know, he, he wants to end gun violence because he, quote unquote, you know, had a friend who fell victim to gun violence right near here. And he was talking about John Lennon. And ah, shit. And I'm telling you, man, the Beatles are very are, I'm not saying they're it's I'm not saying like I know the entire Beatleology. I'm not. Right. But, you know, the Beatles still have a very strong influence in my life. When I was a kid, uh, the the Bee Gees movie with uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, where it was almost like an entire cover uh, movie in a way. But uh, but my brothers used to love that. So that's what introduced me to the Beatles. And then my brother Michael, very, very big stoner. So I naturally heard a lot of the Beatles. And then just growing up had an appreciation for the band and its different eras over time. So always a big influence. When I read that and then I heard him say that, it just, I started blubbering and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Right? Yeah. I mean, like, what is wrong with me? And then there was, I think is her name, Emma Gomez. Yeah. Uh, you've all seen her before. She has the very tightly cropped hair. One of the students from uh, Florida with, is it the Parkland? Journey? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's uh, she's been very vocal, uh, and and uh, she did something I don't think anyone was expecting because she came out and then she started a speech talking about the horror of the incident. Went through the names of all of the kids that that had been uh, killed during the incident, and then she was quiet, and then she was still quiet, and then the crowd started chanting, and then it got quiet, and then that just continued until finally an alarm kicks on. And she said, it's been six minutes and 20 seconds since I came out. And at this time, 17 of my schoolmates had been murdered. The gunman abandoned his weapon, blended in with the students leaving, and was not apprehended for an hour. And then what was that final thing she said? It was just I like, it, you, you just have one life. Don't waste, wait for someone else to save it. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And it was just like... Uh, and and I'm sorry to tie this back to something Kevin Smith related, but no, I think I, I we, we're on Smodco. I wouldn't expect anything else. Well, it it just reminded me of this one moment. And I tweeted about this a little earlier that uh, there was this episode of the Smodco Morning Show where Gary Shandling was on, and he was talking about like going out and bombing and trying different material. And he says, "But that's okay, you know, and you're doing it, and then and then things go silent." He said, "But that's okay." Because in the silence, that's where the truth is. And at the time I heard that, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This is something deep. I know there's something I should be connecting with here, but I, I'm I don't know what it. I don't know what he means. I didn't. I didn't really yeah. match up what it was. And then you see this clip, and then you just see this girl making. Uh, first of all, by the way, recognize the fact that I, I believe uh, for the march, it was estimated in excess of a million people in attendance in D.C. alone. So uh, this young woman uh, basically held everyone's attention 
for what felt like an eternity of silence. So that yeah. in itself, quite an achievement. But also it makes you just realize that passage of time, not to mention giving respect to the names of the people she just gave. It was just such a powerful moment. And that's when suddenly you realize it's like, okay, so in this moment of silence, you can just start going through the list in your head of all the things that she's possibly trying to convey or all the things you could be taking from that moment. And that's when it finally connected for me. Um, not that I'm saying that this is anything to be recognized as Will's great moment of enlightenment, uh, but just it, it, it's in a very real way that it that really when we cut out all of the chatter, when we cut out our need to fill the silence and we truly sit down and we have to reflect, that's the only time we can we have to come face to face with the truth. Yeah. Sorry, I, I I thought with the uh with the with the uplifting candles we would like do that and close. I didn't expect to veer off into that moment, but I guess it's okay. I I I you know what, Will? I think sometimes uh it is in the silence that we find truth. And uh I think that's a perfect perfect place to end today. Let people ponder on that. Well, in that case then, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. My name is Will. I'm Trent. And we will be back soon. I remember how to hit the right button. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. It's like all of a sudden, hey, Will, uh, yeah, you know what? Wow, that's some that's some serious truth, man. Great epiphany, really great. Uh, just want to remind you, I got somebody picking me up in 22 minutes, so... Uh, uh, and you know, I should I should shower before a wedding, maybe. Yeah, you know, hey, Socrates, <laughs> if you don't mind wrapping it up, I'd really appreciate it there, buddy. No, I I, I thought it was apt and perfect. Well, I'm glad you did. But, you know, maybe now you should go get your apt perfect, too, before you uh, venture out into <laughs> groups of other people. Well, I wouldn't want anyone to smell my nuts. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs>